on today's The Witching Minute. Kevin, this one is all the way from 1954 was her first appearance. Whoa, okay. She was created by Chuck Jones. Does that name mean anything to you? Not that I remember, but I'll probably be like, oh, what the heck? Why didn't I know it? But I can't think of it. He was famous for working on Looney Tunes and creating Witch Hazel. Do you remember Witch Hazel? Oh, yeah, 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 yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Always with the Bugs Bunny and stuff. Yes, yes, I know her. She is so cool. I forgot all about her. I know, I think somebody brought her up, and I was like, why have we not used her yet? She's like the OG witch. <laughs> really, she is. The witch of our childhood. Yeah, so she was always funny because she looks all scary, but she has that, like, high-pitched, like, cutesy voice. <laughs> and she does really cutesy things. Like, she's always doing, like, evil things, but then she's always, like, awkward or, like, getting into mishaps, and it's, like, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it looks like she's still being used in Looney Tunes. Like the last appearance that I see on here, or the last person who voiced her was from 2018. So okay. she's still like going strong. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. take a look at Witch Hazel. If you haven't seen her in a Looney Tunes cartoon, you should catch her in one because she's so funny. Yeah. I remember like whenever she appeared, I was like, that's what kind of got me interested in Looney Tunes because I was more about the witches. So I was like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. You put some clothes on. And you know what we did? We saw a fairy and she was very cute and she was sparkly and she was really, really pretty. It gets better. 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 Hanging with the Hollowells. Wasn't that fun? Welcome to Hanging with the Hollowells. My name's Sean. I'm the Ultimate Charm newbie. And I'm Kevin, the Ultimate Charmed Expert. And today we're here to talk about Malice in Wonderland. <laughs> and here it says Malice in Fuckland. But... What? <laughs> Kevin, I never. My word. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wash my mouth out with soap. Oh. I was hoping you were able to see that. I was like, <laughs> I hope he laughs. I'm just like, huh. um so this aired october 2nd 2005 written by brad kern directed by mel damsky yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm just so ready for this episode oh i know i feel like this episode stood out i'll just say that for now like for good and bad reasons it stood out so i'm excited to talk about it yeah yeah (laughs) all right piper vigorously brushes her teeth as leo assures her no one will attack enter Paige, the antithesis to privacy (laughs) she is still getting the jingle enter phoebe the antithesis to privacy she doesn't want to marry the guy who's dating samantha she knows nothing about him Mm -hmm. i see this is so strange to me because like the the dubbing the lip syncing in the mirrors never matches bright and they look super weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and know. I'm I'm starting to suspect that here's my theory. Okay. That like there's gonna be something random, like a modeling gig or something, where Dex and Phoebe have to dress up as husband and wife. So it's like it's gonna come true, but not in the way she suspects it. 
I'm not saying anything. You're not allowed to anyway. I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to. Yeah, it just feels like they're pushing it so hard. I'm like, it would have just happened already. But, like, they're playing with it. They're having fun with us. They taunt us, yes, for sure. Well, we will see. We shall see. We shall see. see. (laughs) Season eight. Yes. Scene two. (laughs) In a messy, abandoned magic school, demons search for the sisters. They demonstrate. <laughs> Get it? Oh, and I did it by myself. I've been seeing. See, we think alike. I love it. We do. <laughs> Get it? Demonstrate. <laughs> that is not protected by attacking the enemy of the illiterate books. You know where else you can receive books? On Words of the Witches. Plug. <laughs> plug. You're learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering. Did they mention like what happened to the school? No, not really. It's it's funny watching this back because I knew it happened, but I thought they gave more explanation. I'm like, wait, why is it like this? But I haven't rationalized how it works. So in the finale of season seven, when Zanku like went into the school, you know, he broke the barrier, the protective barrier that they had. So because um, you know, magic school is really protected. Uh. So it broke that barrier, and it broke the barrier that made people who were killed in there stay alive. Because before it was, there was like a magical thing, so nobody could get killed in magic school. So that broke down, and the barrier that was keeping them separated broke down. So they were vulnerable, and and because there was no leadership, everybody just kind of left. Okay, that makes sense. Like it felt, I didn't connect the dots with the Zanky thing, but that makes a whole lot more sense. I just thought they kind of just abandoned it because the sisters are supposed to be dead. So there's like right. no one to protect it. They don't give you any real explanation. So I was, I'm here to fill in the dots because yeah, that's, it was very quick and very shocking. So yeah, <laughs> at first I was even like, wait, where are they? And then I, Oh, that's the school <laughs> in shambles in a shambles. Ter- a tornado just blew through there. <laughs> Back at the manor, the sisters and Leo are trying to figure out what to do with their fake dead lives. They discuss important things like sex in the city and spa days. Piper, for one in her life, for once in her life, agrees with Grams and encourages Paige to get out there and find herself. Piper encourages Phoebe to fuck anything that comes along to get preggers. <laughs> Phoebe does a carry monologue. <laughs> so yeah, this is where it gets like very um yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking Sex of. in the city. Very sex in the city. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I was thinking of a word, but it's not a parody, but it's like something that's a word that I can't think of. <laughs> it's weird how much Alyssa Milano can make her voice sound like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Like at certain parts, I was like, she sounds just like her. And they must, I don't know if she practiced that. She must've watched a lot of sex in the city because the way her inflection was, was like on that same vibe, the same kind of, Mm. so much has happened (laughs) over the past eight years yeah but you know what's funny is um only sex in the city season one had carrie like talking over it like really because people didn't really well no sorry i guess the whole series had her talking like that but she would monologue like to the camera in season one so i guess that's how it's different that's what i was thinking of gotcha yeah she Um, would just look at the camera and talk and break the fourth wall and it was super awkward (laughs) So that's when they started to have her just narrate. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm typing this as I say it out loud. Mm. <laughs> yep. Cool. But yeah, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene three. Back at the Four. manor. Oh, sorry. You said that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, you just read that. You just really want to say back at the manor. I guess I did. And it was calling to me. Okay. Back at magic school. <laughs> Haas, Paul Haas, talks to beautiful evil lady. <laughs> this is the part where I was like, is this a porn? Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> These two beautiful people in their outfits, in their makeup, in their hot faces next to each other. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he uncovers a fairy tale book and explains to the evil lady about how fairy tales work. Because I wrote the book on fairy tales, but not really. You know, the charmed ones got bested by fairy tales and turned them into pumpkins once. Don't you remember? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jer- oh, it just moved on me. She <laughs> she can't be pretty and smart. Haas comes up with a plan to trap the sisters in a fairy tale. Yes, like the pumpkins. It's like Cinderella did it before with that evil witch with Phoebe. Little Red Riding Hood was involved. Snow White was involved, but only Phoebe became a pumpkin, even though he said all of them became pumpkins. Whatever. Yeah, I was really excited by the plot at this point because I love fairy tales and like I've shared on uh, Brunch with the Hollowells. I didn't really like how they incorporated them before, but like this kind of demons like reenacting them, that seems really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I remember twist. when they did the Snow White one, Gramps was like, oh, I didn't tell you for your whole life that fairy tale people exist. And I was like, wait, what? That's an important detail. (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I was very intrigued. Mm -hmm. All right. Phoebe Carey explains as we visit a college, Billy Jenkins is putting on makeup (laughs) and pretending to not care about people being attacked. Billy's roommate strangely says all the right things to push Billy into action. Billy reveals her weapons cache under her bed and gets ready for battle. <laughs> I just love it because she's like, oh, the girl, the girl got, oh, I don't know anything about that. Nope, nope. And then she leaves like, I've been keeping track all along with these articles in my drawer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did a good job of like seemingly like being this ditzy blonde who just right. doesn't care. And then she just turned into a whole other person. She turned into Buffy before our very eyes. Yep. She's like, okay, superhero duty at work. Nobody can know. <laughs> <laughs> Leather last go. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Scene six. At the Bay Mirror. Phoebe is elevator hunting for Dex. The doors open and he appears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she's just sitting there. On, she's probably like, what, on the second or third floor? She's like, oh, not this elevator. Nope, not this elevator. Are you there? Nope, not this elevator. Like, how long was she waiting there? And like, does Dex live in elevators? Because he's like always in an elevator. Like this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, the stuff with Dex is very like odd so far. <laughs> <laughs> now you probably know why I killed him because it's like he's odd, he's weird. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll talk about it more later. There's one scene I was like, okay, charmed. Thank you for putting that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Meanwhile, Paige is pulled over by the police for plowing through a stop sign. (laughs) I was really into alliteration this morning when I wrote this. I like it, yes. (laughs) She guilt trips the officer and uh, thinks about becoming a cop. The police gets a 920 call on a missing kid and leaves. Do you want to know a secret? What? I hate this. I'm like, why would Paige be a cop? This is so random. <laughs> They're throwing new things at you. But it's just like so it's so random because like she never thought about it before. She's like, hey, I'm dead now. I have no purpose in life. You're a cop? What's that like? Oh. Oh. Okay. I can help people. <laughs> it's like we don't have Gerald anymore, so we need. I need to get an in, you know. I need to. I need to sweep that stuff under the rug and delete all that magical stuff. That's what it is. Yeah, but, it was so random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> scene eight: sexy demon lady seductively leads a guy down an alley to a supposed party. Come to a party with me. We'll have sex tonight. Uh, she misses him and he gets super hard. Oh, see, I knew it. And is willing to go down a manhole. Manhole? <laughs> see, <laughs> it sounds just like a bird, but it's okay. Um, no, but yeah, those are the best kind of girls. Girls who get turned on by like man on man actions. Like, she needs to come to my house. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he gets sucked down. Oh, this is a sexy little paragraph here. Uh, <laughs> he gets sucked down, and Demon Lady disappear. Lady disappears right before cheesy music plays, introducing the arrival of Leatherlass. <laughs> Her music's so good. See, and this is another. This is another scene that would have been perfect in the porno. Uh, you know, we have a little bi action scene, and then she's like, Go down there where you'll be killed. But then Leatherlass comes, like, I'm come to have sex now, and you won't have him killed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did somebody order a pizza? <laughs> Kevin. Yes. Inside the manhole, <laughs> Oz welcomes Mr. Hard on to Wonderland. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> well, okay, there we go. Beautiful. <laughs> Ted? Yep. <laughs> Mr. Hardon. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Alistair. Alistair! Alistair! <laughs> there, was, there was an Alistair in your Once Upon a Cult, I remember, that really creepy guy. Alistair Crowley. Yes. He was fascinating to look into and like he keeps popping up in so many of our cults. Like everybody's inspired by him or have known him or <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So interessant. Thank you for listening. Every other Monday, once upon a cult. <laughs> yes, I remembered. <laughs> that wasn't for you, that was a plug. <laughs> oh, okay. We've been doing that very well today. Yeah. Scene ten. Dies. At the Bay Mirror, 
Dex shows off his <laughs> shows off his phallus phallic art and patterns that it's oh, good. And pretends oh. that it's good. Oh, and pretends that it's good. I know the art was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this hanging little spike in the thing and the little it's like this is my space haven in the then my future. And then he had like this like stiletto shoe giant stiletto shoe like what straight pretty man wants a stiletto shoe he must do drag on the weekends yeah. oh my gosh anyway <laughs> what would his drag name be um dax exclamation point <laughs> <laughs> too soon too soon <laughs> i really liked her <laughs> um i think she's big on oh she's big on the x-men too i believe she is she dresses and- storm yeah, and follows me is always on all the X Men podcasts. So, ooh, and did you see that your buddy James Mansfield was back on the show? I did. I um, actually made a post on my uh, Instagram. It's like if you saw James Mansfield back on RuPaul's Drag Race, come check out these two episodes of Where's the Witches that he was on. <laughs> <laughs> there is a very loose rumor, and it's almost just not even a rumor, and just conjecture All-Stars? at this point. Yeah, that it's All Stars first out, Maybe. or first eliminated. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It'd be fun. I think he he would. It'd be good to have him have another chance. I think so. Okay. Did I finish this? I didn't finish this. No. Okay. <laughs> I got so dist- distracted by this phallus art. Um. All right. <laughs> Phoebe catches onto the game and pretends with him. She's like. Oh yes, this art. Oh, I love this. Fantastic. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can go look at more phallus art later. <laughs> <laughs> it's revealed that Dex Red asked Phoebe, "You were a fan of the column? Oh, she. Why didn't you ever ask Phoebe out? It's too late now. It's just too late." <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> they go out to coffee as Phoebe. Carrie Splains. Because <laughs> her name was Carrie in Sex in the City, so I call it Carrie Splains. Yes. Carrie but at yeah, the manor. <laughs> you're right. Not only does he, like, have high-heeled shoes and, like, this phallic art, but he reads Ask Phoebe. Yeah, he's definitely a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pansexual. Yes, that's the, that's, there you go. That's the real world charmed for you that they're not telling you. Yep. <laughs> It never would have worked between them anyway. Nope. At P3, the power is out. This sounds oh, like another no. porn, too. <laughs> this, is the, this is the one. This is the episode of Porninish. I mean, there's a lot of Porninish things, like this SNM demons and stuff, but this one seems particularly porny. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I just need to plug in my wire to get you going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The repairman says it will take days to fix. Piper is a bitch at the nice man. Bud, can she ever just be nice? Bud had her sign here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit in this scene that I love. She's like, Bud, and then he takes a flashlight. He looks at it, He's like, yeah. <laughs> he looks at his name tag. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Bud wasn't that bad of a guy. Like, he was just doing his job, and she was right. just being so mean. Like, she was. I saw where they were trying to make him look like he could be better by, like, like you said, he did the flashlight thing, or he just kind of wasn't empathetic. But at the same time, it wasn't like he wasn't doing his job. Right. That This is protocol. This is what's typical. Like, that's just the way. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's not like not like the people that came to fix P three in the Charmed books. Oh, uh, they were they were horrible, and one was a demon. So whatever, whatever. <laughs> Twelve. At the police station. Here we go. <laughs> Paige asks about becoming an officer. This was the total expected path for Paige, and is not random at all. <laughs> The officer man pish poshes at Paige and tells her that he can't that she can't cut it. We don't want someone to break a nail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Paige tells Mr. Six Foot Four Big Guy that she can take him and throws him on his back. The cop, not mad at all, gives her an application. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> what is going on, Kevin? He's <laughs> like, she's like, come back. No, you can't, you know, you're not gonna make it. I can tell right now this is not cut off for you. Oh no, watch me. okay you can apply (laughs) that was good (laughs) i don't think that's how people become officers and if it is then it explains a lot of this gun violence that we're seeing right right it's like oh you can fight got it cool okay okay (laughs) a blonde 20 something year old named alexis pretends to be five and chases a bunny the bunny morphs into Blackheart and kidnaps Alexis. Hey, that name is like Alice. <laughs> Alistair, Alexis. La, 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 la. I wonder what's Alexis. going on here. <laughs> Didn't like, you think it was funny? Oh, She's like, a yeah, oh, yeah. bunny, bunny, come here, bunny. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> I'm like, And the, to be fair, the bunny was super cute and I liked it a lot, but... You didn't have to be all like, bunny, 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 bunny. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get in there, Alice. Alexis is. <laughs> Piper is getting a mani petty when Leo calls. He and Wyatt are locked out of the house. She angrily leaves the mani petty. This is my spa day. Uh, I have no privacy. I hate being a mom. I hate being a not witch. I want to (laughs) die. I'm surprised I don't have like a hide a key somewhere. Maybe because it, I mean, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like enough enough demons can break in there, but okay. Yeah, that's true. You know know what he needed? He needed to go find a shapeshifter who can turn his finger into a key and then. And then open the door for him. <laughs> then, that happened in Insidious Four. Like he had keys for fingers. Yeah, weird. well, that, that happened in season episode three of Charmed too. Oh yeah, that's why I was like, find that shapeshifter and have him put his finger in there with the key, and there you yeah. go. <clears throat> Back at the police station, Paige is now a cadet. <laughs> One day I applied. <laughs> it takes You're a few in. hours. Yeah. <laughs> You got a uniform and everything. There you go. (laughs) That was fast and makes me question our legal system. No wonder why cops are so erratic. (laughs) Paige is picked out of everyone to be watched because she seems naughty. Paige gets a jingle and has to go. This is another very like porn moment where he's like, I've got my eye on you. (laughs) Uh, I know. I love a man in uniform. Mm. (laughs) Oh. Did you recognize this guy before at all? No. This actor, I forget his name, but he was actually in a previous Trumped episode all the way in season two, and he played Alan, dated Prue, 
and she's a man baby a man oh interesting same actor it looks a little bit different he had longer hair but i think that's funny that is funny they do that a lot don't they they use the same actor they do Hmm. like the audience won't remember you so ha 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 and it's true because like people like me don't don't notice it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think they did it again there was like the uh, the movie theater guy in chick flick i don't remember his name but there's like a movie guy sitting in the theater he ended up working at at phoebe's uh, uh, bay mirror job later on down the line too so (laughs) (laughs) it's like too funny yeah back in the alley Billy is battling Blackheart cause reasons. <laughs> Paige orbs in and Blackheart gets away. Billy and Paige fought all sexy style. Billy calls the knife to her and leaves. Paige finds and helps Alexis. So yeah, I think this is the first time we've seen Paige like get all hand to hand like this. That's true. I didn't think about that. She's Most usually just, very like orb. She's just orbing stuff. She's like orb stuff, throws things, you know. She never she's not usually like gonna throw a fight but she's all doing all kinds of stuff she's flipping people in the police stations she's going boom 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 like he's even in i want you in my room <laughs> <laughs> boom boom boom. <laughs> so good Venga boys yes give it to me yep. <laughs> um <laughs> but because even in um it's a bad 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 word when like the two feebers are going at it they're doing a little fist fighting but Paige is just going rock it's like she doesn't even fight then so this is like the first time she's done something like this the way you said it she sounded like a smoker (laughs) (laughs) boulder (laughs) (laughs) times have been tough for Paige (laughs) oh yeah she probably does smoke in the bad world anyway I'm sure she does but like didn't didn't the scene seem kind of random the way they were just fighting they I don't know yeah yeah, it's super random. She's like, first, Billy's like, I found the clue. I, I uh, scribed for this demon on my computer, and <laughs> now and now I'm going to fight you. But then Paige's like, oh, no, I found you, too. Ha, 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 ha. Here's our little back and forth that we do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I can't I can't take the name Blackheart seriously because I just think of Care Bears 2 <laughs> where the bad guy is Darkheart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ever used it in the episode, so at least there's that. But... Okay. Like, they never that say makes it. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was tired of calling her, like, Demon Lady or Sexy Demon Lady, so I looked up her name. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I right. don't think they said it. <laughs> There's a a black heart in Marvel, Mephisto's son. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Back in the attic, Phoebe predictably provides Paige with the coffee of her choice. They discuss decks. Phoebe tells at yells at Paige for scrying for Billy as they're talking. Paige shouldn't be using magic. <laughs> Pixie. (laughs) Another Marvel character. (laughs) Yeah. Paige tells Phoebe that the Bay Mirror called for her. Phoebe carries planes. (laughs) There's something 
I'll at least say this now before I say how I feel about the episode, but there's something very almost like soothing and connecting, I feel like, with Phoebe Carey explaining. I really liked it, actually. <laughs> it is. It's just like, you know, Paige goes into her job and she does this and this, and I feel these things. Oh, I, it's, I mean, it is. It's very soothing. So, I mean, <laughs> she's yeah, got I mean, a voice like, for it. It connected things in the episode and made it, I think, more cohesive. Yeah. Too bad it was only like a one-off thing. But. Yeah, I figured it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be too copy copy if it it lasted. I think, but still, I mean, it makes That's sense. True. It's her. She's she's writing that advice column. Maybe she's just writing to. Maybe she can make it like everything she says is just something she's writing in a letter to somebody. So I mm-hmm. guess you can talk about all the things. You'd have to be more sly with it, but you know, something to think about. Yes. Okay. Where are we again? Uh, 18. Cool, that's what I opened up. Okay. <laughs> Haas is mad at Blackheart for letting Alexis... La, 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 la. Uh, Haas puts together... Oh, I didn't finish it. Alexis, get away. <laughs> Haas puts together that perhaps the white letter that saved Alexis is actually a not-so-dead page. He really... <laughs> that was really like pulling at strings and he's like yeah i figured it out <laughs> yeah well it's a white lighter so it must be that charm one that's a white lighter right i mean it couldn't be anybody else right yeah, right guys right, Who's, right? <laughs> it has to be yeah i just i know all the things <laughs> has reveals he doesn't expect to kill the charmed ones but at least to be just a big pain in their ass <laughs> <laughs> This, I feel like, is like uh, season six of Buffy when, like, they're attacked by nerds <laughs> <laughs> who aren't really good at their job, but, like, they're just pained in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Nuisance. Yeah. Back at the manor, Piper be angry. She wants to give up on a normal life because her day has sucked. Leo patiently purports to Pat Piper. Piper reveals that she feels like her life isn't right. She can't find out how to stay over without being something to everyone. Start over. She doesn't know how to start over, Kevin. Yeah. Leo says all the right things to calm her. Piper slowly unbuttons her shirt. Leo pulls out handcuffs and secures her to the bed. (laughs) He pours candle wax on her nipples and calls her boobies Lumiere. (laughs) (laughs) oh there we go no but i actually really did like this scene um because yeah it's just like it's it shows her concerns and she does give talk about a little bit about before she got her powers even though she's completely wrong with, with what she says it's nice that she's reflecting on it She's like, yeah, I was, uh, I, uh, fresh out of college and I was like single and stuff. I'm like, were you really though? <laughs> like you were not right before you got your powers, you were working as an accountant at a bank and you were actually engaged to Jeremy for a while. So I think you're like not having a quite good memory there, Piper. <laughs> yeah. And I did really like the scene because I think it's very universal for a man or a woman to feel this way. Like, I'll admit, um, I haven't even told you this yet, Kevin. It's an ongoing thing. But I actually have begun to be monogamous. 
Mm. because I feel like I lost myself in the two relationships and the new job. So now I am just in a monogamous relationship with Alan, which has been interesting because I'm trying to keep a friendship with Anthony, which is why you just saw him the other day when I was recording. (laughs) But it's hard because then Alan's like, why are you with Anthony still? Why are you hanging around him? You guys are exes. But yeah, I get Piper in this moment because you can get stuck trying to be everything to everyone and just lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I I do. That's why I like this scene. I think it's a really nice moment. One of the highlights of the episode. Mm-hmm. Cool. 20. Yeah, 20. Sorry. <clears throat> At the Bay, I'm getting a lot of Bay mirrors. At the Bay mirror, Phoebe ponderously parades into the building to find Jack's oh, to find Dex, not sex, sorry. Um and that's about all for that scene. <laughs> I was like, what is this scene? Nothing actually happened. <laughs> it's like, yoo-hoo. <laughs> they're just really trying to sell us on this idea that like they're obsessed with each other. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Billy comes home to find Paige waiting for her. The scrying worked. Paige does some hard-hitting investigative work and finds out that Billy got her outfit at Saks. (laughs) Fifth Avenue. Yes. Billy admits she just got witch powers recently and self-taught witch hunting through books. She's into the Alice kidnappings. All the victims are mumbling things related to Wonderland, or as we call it, Fuckland. Paige <laughs> demands Billy to stay put while she investigates further. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, look at all the stuff I learned all by myself. Paige is like, wow, impressive. Mm. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs> but this whole scrying with the computer was so weird. I hooked yeah, this crystal up to sense. this. Like what? And like your 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 scrying crystal is really just a mouse. It's, it glows. <laughs> My mouse glows. It's so high tech. Oh. <laughs> well, I noticed Billy has an Aquabats poster. Oh, see. I never really listened to Aquabats though, but I had a friend who really liked them. I don't know much about I I heard the name but that's it so I couldn't tell you. They dressed like janky Batmans and played punk rock. <laughs> janky Batman so <laughs> Billy Jenkins Batman Billy I don't know. <laughs> Billy Jenkins is a janky name. Billy Jenkins Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. I like it. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here we go back at the Bay Mirror again. <laughs> at the Bay Mirror, Dex walks in to see Phoebe, which kind of makes the last scene of them meeting up useless. Dex admits that he recommended fake dead Phoebe for replacing Phoebe. Dex invites fake dead Phoebe to dinner just before the news reports on a missing girl found being found. I was gonna say found dead, <laughs> but. Uh, Fake dead Phoebe runs off into the sunset. So, yeah, I was like, wait, we just saw a scene of them finding each other and then it cuts out. And then the next scene of them is him walking in to see her. So I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just can't get enough of you. I liked seeing you the other day. 
I wanted to tell you that, you know, you're, I recommended you for the job and people want to see more from you. So <laughs> it's kind of a weird, like basis of a relationship too. like, I was really into your cousin, but she's dead now. So can You're we talk about her thing. over coffee? <laughs> right. Like, tell me more about Phoebe. I'll jerk off to this later tonight. Like, <laughs> Here, put this wig on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he prints out a picture from the Ask Phoebe, like, <laughs> he, like, cuts eye holes out of it and puts it on tapes into her face. <laughs> I stole this from the bus stop. (laughs) Back at the manor, Phoebe runs in to report rendering news that the victim's disappearances are related to Alice in Wonderland. Everyone else already knows. The sister decides to get back in the game and help Biller. Oh, Biller. (laughs) My nipples are hard. Oh, oh all right so yeah they're like okay i guess we better help this girl because well what i like though too is because piper because leo's like you can be selfish now you like you don't have to do that anymore but piper makes a really good point she's like yeah but if we know about it if we're aware of it how can we just turn our backs it's different knowing that stuff's gonna happen but the fact that you are like kind of really aware i feel like it really puts you in a weird position yeah, that's true, because they have to basically either, like, trust that Billy can fix it on her own, or they have to, like, get in the game. But do you think Billy would have been ready to tackle it? No. She yeah, probably after died. we see what happens to her. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, it's just interesting stuff. And I like that you know, they're still struggling with this idea that they've, this predicament that they've made for themselves. Yeah, it is really interesting. I that's what I mean. Like so far this season brings up interesting questions. It may just not be like the most interesting season. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, we're only two episodes in, but you know. Still, yeah. still. Still. It's eight season eight. Season eight's a, a wild card for me. <laughs> um, this really reminds me of like an episode from the Batman the animated series. <laughs> Whenever the Mad Hatter would like take control and like try to make people reenact Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. Back in the sewers, <laughs> I mean Wonderland. <laughs> what a strange place! <laughs> yeah, go down there, get sucked into the sewer. Which is actually, it's pretty clean for a sewer. That's know, true. Like, like this is like the cleanest dungeon sewer I've ever seen. <laughs> little low light, but still not bad. Uh, uh, Billy walks into a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. And see, I don't even know that. I just know it because of you. But still, you're welcome. Thank you. I listen to enough of your podcast to hear that a lot. Um, Haas and Blackheart think she's a charmed one in disguise. It's like, which one are you, Paper Page? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Ah! <laughs> where's, where's my black wig? I need it. <laughs> I need it. I need to be invisible. <laughs> cool. That's it, right? Yeah. Yep. In the attic, the sisters prepare for a battle, making potions and getting weapons and being sexy. 
Paige looks into Billy's location. Piper warns that Billy could be working with the demons, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's good for her for thinking of all the possibilities. She's like, maybe she, you know, she's, you know, she's awfully smart. Maybe she is in on it, you know? And with everything they've gone through, I think it's wise to be cautious. That's true. Although... If you're too cautious and wait too long, then you might lose an innocent. So, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 26. <laughs> In the Billy jankiest of Wonderlands, Billy is horrified <laughs> by bad effects. <laughs> Screaming giant rats eating something bloody. <laughs> the floating heads... A bunch of oh cars my. are chasing me. Yeah. <laughs> Darkheart disappears as the sisters vanquish her and has IRL. Well, oh yeah. I was say, because first, like the floating heads are like a Billy, like, oh, look at her. She's so stupid. And she's like, ah, I'm fire. And she's like, what, what's going on? What's going on? And then she comes out of it and that, and then. They then I think that's when they she goes she comes out of it first and then they vanquish Haas after. Mm, she sees mm-hmm. the vanquish Haas. And she's like, What was that? Oh my gosh, you are the charmed ones. <laughs> oh, that's when we finish reading this. Billy is saved and confirms her suspicions that the three strangers are the charmed ones in hiding. Billy agrees to keep their secret if they train her. Paige says Paige says it's a deal if Billy ditches the cheap threads. So, yeah. She's like, yeah, I can be your girl. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> you guys can be lazy as fat sit on your ass all you want. I'll be the star of the show. <laughs> and the sisters are just like, you just have to move next door across the hall from four nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, because like, where would she, does she, like, do they expect her to move in with them? Who knows? Oh, I didn't think about that. Hmm. I was like, hey, lady we just met. We'll teach you. Move in with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. If that happens. Luckily, this bad police storyline comes to a close as Paige kisses a cop. Piper makes more booby lumieres with Leo as Phoebe works late at the office. Dex stalks her and she's happy. <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. He really loves me. He, he wants to just constantly follow me and be wherever I am. Yay! My, my little puppy dog. Oh. <laughs> Eat on this bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, another, that's another porno. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> Notes? Go for it. I don't think I have much, but... Um... <laughs> okay, we, <laughs> talked to, we talked about... Oh, his name is Michael McLafferty. Oh, I love that name. Michael McLafferty. He's the one that was the police chief and one that from season two that dated Prue. Um, talked about hand-to-hand combat. Uh it, it is revealed that Phoebe is a fan of Sex in the City as she holds season three in her hand. I made that right up, but no. But uh, it's, it is funny that the show like a whole disc and everything. Um, That's but like, true. 
like this story serves as a source of many references, as well as Phoebe narrating every scene in this episode in the style of Sex in the City character Carrie Bradshaw. You didn't know that, I bet. I just told you that for the first time. I wonder, because I know at one point, like, another network got the rights to run reruns. I wonder if this is around that time. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe that's why they... Because if they're already in... If she had the DVD for season three, they had to be in, like, season four or five by this point. Sure. Then. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, they said that the way that Phoebe describes the impact of signs in the closing finale of the show is um, very similar to the way that Carrie Bradshaw ends the finale of Sex in the City. Hmm. That's cool. Interesting to know. It's weird that, the, and of course, Dex is a Sex in the City alum, so it's weird, too, that it's all about that with him in it. Maybe they're like, you're from Sex in the City. People will recognize you from Sex in the City. We've got a market on that. <laughs> you know, those viewers <laughs> interested in Charmed. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's very clear as to why he was in this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there's not very many interesting. Yeah, everything we have we mentioned or it's not interesting. So no notes really. Okay. So is it worth the wait? So I had to really think about this, like, because um, I feel like this episode for me had some really good and some really bad. Uh, one of the ones we talked about was, like, I was looking forward to seeing where this Wonderland story was going. And the fact that it kind of just petered out in this weird, like, sewer scene with these weird images, it wasn't very exciting and didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It didn't really happen. We didn't get any Alice in Wonderland at all. Just like, oh, here's some cards. That's the closest thing I got. <laughs> yeah and they it, their plan had nothing to do with the sisters they were just tormenting like rando people so right. that didn't really gel for me um the page thing didn't gel for me obviously her becoming a cop it was funny but it wasn't very page but i think the stuff with piper and the stuff with phoebe and we talked about like the sex in the city like carrie explaining I like that stuff so much that I finally decided, yeah, this is worth the wait. We got some good story, and it was a fun episode overall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, this is definitely not one of my favorite episodes, but I do appreciate, you know, that's what season eight is. There's lots of things that you can still appreciate even amidst all the craziness. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and Billy, like, we got a little bit more on her. Like, I do really like her as a character, despite the cheesy music whenever she enters. <laughs> but, like, I'm very intrigued with her story. I think she, that was a smart choice to throw her into season eight to, like, spice it up a little. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. More to come. More to come. Uh, did you notice that she's actually before Leo in the credits? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, so that that's an interesting development. Oh, so she's going to be like a big character. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> and maybe, oh. And maybe, maybe it goes episode, varies episode to episode because sometimes that's what they did too. Like if a character didn't appear in the episode, they wouldn't put them in the credits. It's like oh, in right. the past when Daryl wasn't in an episode, he wouldn't be in the credits, only in the ones that he was in. So be interesting to see maybe maybe there'll be some episodes where she doesn't appear at all or maybe there'll be i don't know we'll see why did you have to bring up dorian gregory he's god uh, and he's never coming back but ginger was such an important part of the spice girls 
<laughs> Maybe I'll wear that little scoochy dress. <laughs> but yeah, I do miss my Daryl. That's sad that he's not in this season. Yeah. Uh, well, Hopefully cool. we'll get a mention of him here and there. We'll see. We'll see. You already know. You're just like saying stuff to tease me and it's working. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a notorious tease. And this is the start of a porno. <laughs> Speaking of pornos, are you ready for some fuck, Mary kill? Oh, yes. Here we go. It's time to play everybody's favorite game. Fuck, Mary kill. We are gathered here today to unite two souls as one. We didn't have a whole lot on here, but we had enough. Yeah. So first off, we had Alicia, played by Annie Bergstead. All these random children. Okay, let's take a look at these people. Uh, <laughs> Alicia. Oh, she was the one that uh, was in the beginning. Right, yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. You know, I can't. She's probably the cutest of them all. But I was like, I, I'm just going to save the time. I don't think any, any of these children are going to make my list. Okay, okay. And they're not really, really children. They're college children. But I, keep I was going to say, it's weird you're calling them children. They were adults. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how old I am. <laughs> I'm calling college kids children. <laughs> I had uh, to clarify that because I'm not putting Alicia on my list, but Alistair, played by Michael Trevino, who is an adult, Kevin, not a child. Yes, um, yes. I am putting him on my list. <laughs> okay. Um, Alistair, Alistair looks like my friend. John Jost, who used to mess around with me a little bit when we were younger, oh. and then a little bit when we were older, and then he's apologized a few years later and says, sorry if I ever pressured you. I'm becoming a priest now and you're rejecting the side of me completely. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks. Random. Yes. But yeah, that's what he looks like, and I don't have any feelings for him anymore because he's just like really creepy like Christian now and like mm. hiding himself. And I'm like, you bother me. Yeah, I've always gotten annoyed at people who hide who they are. Like, it makes yeah. the rest of us look bad too. Like, when I was Polly, I was like looked down upon by a lot of people for like, oh, you're with more than one person. I'm like, whatever. You just literally told me you're cheating on your girlfriend. So at least I'm doing it, honestly. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but uh, sorry, I digress. I'm putting Alistair on my fuck list as number three. Okay. Are you keeping him? No. (laughs) (laughs) He's too boring for you. Well, I told you because he reminds me of that guy. That guy, yeah. How about (laughs) Alexis, played by Brittany Eldridge? Piney, piney, (laughs) piney. I do like her long, flowy hair. I do like her name, Alexis. But I love that she loves bunnies because I'm, you know, I'm a big bunny fan. Ryan, Ryan Hunter, uh, from Radical Retreat, where I share that with Cheers then coming with me because he has bunnies and I'm jealous. Um, but um, yeah, no, sorry, little five year old girl. Yeah, I actually uh, I bought some of Ryan's bunny art off of Etsy. He's very good oh. at drawing bunnies. Yes, I love. I want a bunny so bad. Like my dream is to have a Trianta, which is a, a breed with red fur, because I'm a fire rabbit in Chinese zodiac. So I could be like. This is my zodiac embodied, and they're actually perfect size, perfectly gentle moods. Um, one one day, <laughs> one day. 
How about Bud, played by Michael Dempsey? This was the electrician. I remember Bud. <laughs> he was super cute, actually. Like just like the character, a really cute character. Um, I'm not really attracted to him at all, but I think he's a cute guy. Like he'd be fun to like hang out with. Uh, but no. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like I think it was very unfair of Piper to treat him that way because I think he actually just seemed like a normal, nice guy. And like right. the fact that she was treating him like that, I think he started treating her like that back. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Although I do give Piper a little bit of credit because she does apologize. She says sorry when she she sees how crazy she acts. She's like, sorry. <laughs> That's true. And she so was she having a day. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like. That's nice that they threw that in there. Yeah. How about uh, Blackheart, played by Noah Tishby? <laughs> Noah Tishby. <laughs> Blackheart. She is super sexy. Um, those hoop earrings. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put her on my fuck list. But where? Where does she go? Only have, only have two people on there right now. I'm going to put her under Paul Haas. Oh. And apparently I'm thirsty because I have five people and I'm adding Blackheart as number four on my list underneath Alistair. Okay. Wow, that's exciting. We're well on our way, Kevin. We're on our way. The convenience stores of Speedway. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) That's episode two. (laughs) so the next episode is run piper run (laughs) so what are you thinking huh okay okay i have two really random guesses so i'm gonna give you both of them and see if i get close i'll go with the simple one first maybe she like gets uh, magically gets the power to like run fast like the speed (laughs) or the the flash (laughs) 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 friends call me speed (laughs) friends call me speed because i'm fast (laughs) or i'll go with my more complicated guess since it's obviously like forrest gump maybe (laughs) piper gets trapped through time and like meets famous people (laughs) like (laughs) forrest does (laughs) oh she probably gets speed powers though. <laughs> <laughs> um, neither of those guesses are anywhere close, but that's okay. Figures. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I feel like Alanis Morissette right now because who would have thought it? Figures. <laughs> <laughs> figures. <laughs> <laughs> Very intense. I love it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I this is uh this the title doesn't give you much to go on really because it's not doesn't give you any context for what actually happens much really. So uh but we'll see. It figures it wouldn't. I know, God. A black fly in your Chardonnay. Okay. <laughs> I love Atlantis. <laughs> so good. I know. <laughs> the little 24-year-old at work doesn't even know who she is. I feel so old. I'm like, she's still relevant. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this college children. <laughs> <laughs> 
I even played oh. some of Ironic and um, You Ought to Know. And he was like, nope, never heard these ever. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that was so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing the best I can, being like goofball. I try to, I try to be super awkward. Um, <laughs> I got, I got little magnets. Ooh, those are so cool. Yeah, they're for the giveaway I'm doing. Nice. So, yeah. I didn't do the giveaway because I was like, but I know Kevin, and I feel like if I win, it will look like it was rigged. <laughs> well, it's so fu- it's weird because like I has quite a few people submitting stuff, but some people just put their name in there without actually doing what they're supposed to do. I'm like, you're kind of just gonna be disqualified if you don't do it all the way. So I'm trying to like reach out to those people. I'm like, make sure you get it all completed, otherwise I have to mark you off. <laughs> so you know, trying to be fair. So I'm very much on the lookout for these things. That's good. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're doing that. They need yeah. to follow directions. <laughs> exactly. All right, cool. That brings us to the end of our episode. I think we've done enough plugs in this episode. We, we did a lot, yeah. But check out Marvelous Galaxy of Disney every Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, there is a new feature on Spotify. Did you yes. see this? Yes. Yes, well, to our friend Tobias told us. Yeah, so I immediately went on and gave five stars to Words of the Witches, to a real bodice ripper, to each of my podcasts. But um, <laughs> if you could go on, if you click on the podcast of your choice, you can actually assign stars, five being the best, one being the worst. We'd love to get some ratings for any of our shows that you listen to and get on the board. Yeah, that's so cool that Spotify finally do that did that. Now they just need a spot to leave reviews on Spotify. That would be even better. But um, that would be even better. A step in the right direction, at least, because you know Spotify is such a big platform, and the fact that they didn't have that option was kind of disheartening. <laughs> yeah, if they want to compete with uh, iTunes, they need to add more. Mm-hmm. So here mm-hmm. we go. Get in those things. Yeah. So yeah, let us know if you give a rating to any one of our shows so we could uh thank you on our show. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And with that, we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs>